Have you capitalized? Today, I <clears throat> am Capitalist Media, and uh, this is Capitalist Radio, episode 208, 208, entitled Loving Parts, www.kaplowitz.xyz, and Capitalist Media at mail.com, Capitalist Media, the best tasting media be sure to subscribe to the capitalist radio portfolio of podcasts wherever you are currently listening also please take a moment rate and review capitalist radio in case you're new here is a podcast network consisting of this titular capitalist radio podcast the disillusione d program podcast coffee conversations the mini series and Cat Plus One. It is brought to you, all of it, by Capluitz Media. On this Capluitz Radio podcast, gentle person. I just took a sip from yesterday's coffee. Today's coffee is in this other one. We have for you Capluitz Reads Capluitz, including special... Wine of the Year, and Cigar Brand of the Year read-throughs. I'll just basically be reading out brand names in list form. Also, Kaplowitz reads a Shakespearean sonnet. The Fumblefuck reading. Cold. And also some Kaplowitz media site news. Also, also the, well, you know what? The main event centerpiece of this program is a roundtable panel discussion regarding, amongst other things, what defines a boutique cigar company, who will win Cigar Aficionado's Cigar of the Year, and what brands did good and bad in the year of our Lord, 2020. It's going to be a nice show, going to be a good show, really big shoe. And now, let's get to it. GTO cigars from Tepicolera GTO Dominicana are made from uh, the finest aged Cuban seed, tobacco, and meticulously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the Dominican Republic today. www.gtodominicancigars.com News, gentle persons, episode 208. Thanks for tuning in, Kaplowitz Radio. There is happy news, and the happy news will be found either before or after this, depending on where I plug it in. And that happy news is uh, wines of the year, and that happy news is cigar brands of the year. Uh, posts being, well, not discussed necessarily, just gleaked, but written out, but read out loud. Uh, we'll see. I never, I haven't recorded it yet. In any event, there is bad news. And that bad news comes in a form of, I uh, must now publicly, privately, I have addressed this with advertisers, uh, Publicly, I now have to unveil the sad fact 
that Kaplowitz Media Coffee uh, will be no longer, um, meaning I will not be adding to it. I, uh, I very well may keep it up uh, as kind of a library, um, a library, but uh, there will be no more coffee reviews or coffee writings added to um, Kaplowitz Media Coffee. Uh, why? Why? Um, couple of reasons. First off, uh, I started uh, reviewing coffee as add-ins uh, to Kaplowitz Media Cigars. I would throw in a coffee review on occasion and they became popular and I uh, I started my, a separate blog, a separate Kaplowitz Media Coffee. And days later, COVID hit. And I don't like discussing news or current events necessarily, particularly outside of cigars and or wine, but uh, stuff happened. It Cafes got hit, small roasters got hit, uh, the world changed, and there wasn't a lot of action there. Because you see, at the end of the day, I could like doing something, but I need to it needs to be financially feasible and it's not necessarily financially feasible and it felt actually morally repugnant to a certain extent to be going around asking uh, these business owners that are operating hovering somewhere around 25 percent to send me some samples and then to pry about advertising so kaplowitz media coffee uh, the long and short of it with more to come is no longer at the time that you'll be hearing this no longer meaning that it will be up for some time i'm not sure what the long play looks like um advertisers have been notified and shifted and uh, <clears throat> we'll see what it looks like. It's not going away. It's not going to vanish necessarily immediately. Um, it'll be chronicled uh, in a library fashion at the same place it ever was. And we move on ahead with the still high-flying Kaplowitz Media Cigars and the burgeoning greatness that is Kaplowitz Media Wine. Now, why did I keep wine going, which is a newer entry than coffee? Here's where it gets a little dicey because I don't want to insult a product or a person, but I like wine a lot. Wine was what I wanted. I, I may mention this prior and I'm rambling on, but since a very young age with absolutely no wine in my house as a child, I wanted to be a wine critic or a wine writer. Uh, I started Capitalist Media Cigars on a lark. Now it is a quite serious lark that sprung forth from there uh, was Capitalist Media Coffee, uh, now no longer, but the end game was always wine, and I'm not giving up on the end game. You're going to have to beat me up a little more before I do that, plus it's growing rapidly with each passing day. And uh, so that that's about it, gentle persons. Uh, sorry if you're going to miss the coffee. To be honest, I might too. But Capitalist Media Cigars, Capitalist Media Wine, 
uh, high flying, jet set lifestyling, profiling, woo. Anyway, on with the show. Stolen Throne Cigars Steal Yours Today. The hottest brand on planet Earth. Just ask Lee Marsh, owner of Stolen Throne Cigars. Look for Stolen Throne Cigars across social media. Relax, gentle persons. Try not to get too excited. You might want to sit down for this, but... It's time for Kaplowitz Reads Kaplowitz, everyone's <clears throat> favorite segment of Kaplowitz Radio podcast. I'm going to start over at the world of cigars, over at Kaplowitz Media Cigars, the flagship concern of Kaplowitz Media. And uh, we're going to begin by reading uh, Adventura Cigars, the Conqueror, Emperor's Edition, Limited Edition, in Review. Again, it's Adventura Cigars, The Conqueror, Emperor's Edition, L.E., baby. Wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, Indonesian filler, Dominican and Nick. The format is a Lonsdale 7x40 with a big del cap. Origin is the Dominican Republic. Intensity is medium full. Website, well, heck, they're a sponsor. AdventuristCigars.com, tell them Cap sent you. Notes, boozy fudge, jerk seasoning, leather, deeply dense, yet jovial, powerful, but refined. Big, big notes of bourbon lace, dark chocolate fudge. Include a structuring charred barrel, jerk seasoning, tidings, fit well, the Piratey motif in the hearties. See? I can be fun. It's the Caribbean thing going on. It's the, the jerk seasoning. The... <sighs> Piratey motif. I can be fun. Uh, lots of brown sugar in that mix. Uh, cloves. Uh, cinnamon, ginger, salt. It's the scotch bonnet chili peppers that, steal, that uh, seal uh, the jerk deal. Leather delivery, savory drips its juices down through its midsection. Allspice, dark grains, a driving compost, further down vanilla bean, molasses, and separate dark chocolate. Rich and well-rounded, then even more so via toasted cream intro at the two-third. Balanced, nuanced, complex, extraordinarily deeply sneakily. Retrospect, uh, respectively. <laughs> Give you a chance to catch up with all that process. That burn opens in a split ash manner, but corrects fast. Uh, draws smooth with uh, resistance typical of the Vitola, even and smooth. Heavy veins on the top leaf hurt the eye, but not the hand. Oily, dark, burns on an even line slowly. Ash grows to an inch, which is impressive for, again, the Vitola. Uh, excellent savory sweet smoke output with a spicy kicker. A spicy kicker. A wicked kicker. Right twix, ye bloody wickets, governor. In the air. 
The emperor sits ashore in luxurious chambers. The sea brings him fortunes. Apt. Taste. A plus draw. A minus burn. A minus build. B plus final grade. A. Loading up another page. And, uh, oh, this is interesting because I had this on the slate to read prior to what I'm going to read next. Anyway, let's go to it. Kaplitz Media Wines. Kaplitz Media Wine. Use that second one. Meadowcraft Wines, 2017, Napa Valley, The Panorama, in review. Now, gentlepersons, if you search this, The Panorama, if you search it, Meadowcraft Wines, 2017, Napa Valley, The Panorama. Panorama, mama, mama. It's a fun word. It's like, uh, uh, it was that old hacky joke. You never know when to stop saying it. It's like banana, nana, 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 panorama, mama, mama, mama. But anyway, I digress. If you'd like to go read the full review on your lonesome, you can, and uh, you can search for it. But this is a uh, this is an abridged version of the full one. Eh, we'll just get to it. Uh, the website is uh, shoutoutmeadowcroftwines.com, another sponsor, and uh, notes plum, dark chocolate, ligero tobacco, bodacious, not brash, soft, supple, not flat. Supreme Balance, Superb Depths, Heavy Low-Hanging Purple Black Fruits, Tightened by Spicy Lajero Tobacco, Chocolate, Lingering, Dancing Minerality, Warm Lovely, Timeless, Flavor A-, Aroma A-, Mouthfeel A, Appearance A, Final Grade A-, Again, that is the Meadowcroft Wines, 2017, Napa Valley, The Panorama. And again, you could look for the the, 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 the the more verbose review of that same wine uh, by searching for it. Kaplitz Media Wine. And uh, now we're going... Oh, now we're hitting the big time. This is the special part of this particular installment of the Kaplitz Reads Kaplitz. Kaplitz That's right. Kaplowitz Media Cigars, top five cigar brands of the year 2020. I'm going to read this a bit out of order. First of all, I'm going to wait for it to load. Then I'm going to reread it, read it a little bit out of order. And that tab just went away. Let me try that again. Hold on tight. Hold on loosely. And uh, keeps pulling up in a weird fashion. Why does it do that? Anyway, let's forge ahead with how we can get this accomplished somehow. I'm not sure why it's doing that. So how's it going? Everybody doing good out there? Staying safe? Wearing your masks? Good, good, good. Here it is. Uh, Kaplowitz Media Cigars, top five cigar brands of the year 2020. Have you Kaplowitz today? Oh, you know what? I should edit this. What a shit show this is. I'm sorry, gentle persons. Hold on one second. Have you Kaplowitz 
I should do this requires a this year as opposed to today. And save that over here. Glad to hear everybody's doing okay. Crazy year, huh? Okie dokie, artichokey. Kapowitz Media Cigars. Top five cigar brands of the year 2020. Uh, I'm going to read it from the bottom to the top, so it might not make as much sense. But every year, a seemingly infinity amount of Cigar of the Year lists are released. Look at this list, Christ's sakes. And I link to Capitalist Media Cigar of the Year 2019-2020. What seems to be taken into considerably lesser account, however, are brands writ large, not just a singular shining star within their portfolio. Uh, take this, then, to be kind of just the rating slash ranking of the brands which handled a difficult year in excellent fashion. Dig. Uh, remember the above listed company names or links to where you... Yeah, it's good. A happy 2021 to all. So here we go. Top five. Capo's Media Cigars. Brands of the year. Cigar brands of the year. One. No, 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 no. Five, Espinosa Cigars. Four, Illusiones Cigars. Three, HVC2. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. One, Stolen Throne. Cigars. Congrats to all. And a happy 2021 to all. But we ain't done yet. I am doing so much on the fly here while I'm talking. I'm having no idea what is coming out of my mouth right now. Still don't know what happened at the other spot. But anyway, even perhaps bigger news. The very next day, posted this to Kaplowitz Media Wine. Capitalist Media Wine, Top 10 Wines of the Year 2020. I don't have anything else to particularly read from this, so I'm going to start at 10 and work my way to number 1. 10. Broadside Wines, 2018 Margarita Vineyard Cabernet Sauvignon. Number 9. King Estate. Pinot Gris, 18. Number 8. Charles Smith Wines Kung Fu Girl, 2018. That's a Riesling. 7. Graciana Wine, 2016 Zinfandel. 6. Three Sticks Wines, 2018 Durell Vineyard Chardonnay. Five, Eberly Winery Estate Cabernet Sauvignon 2017. Four, Meadowcraft Wines Anniversary Cuvée Napa Valley Cuvée 
Is it like a duvet? Three. Methvin Family Vineyards 2016 Reserve Willamette Valley Pinot Noir. Two. Three Sticks Wines 2018 Durell Vineyard Pinot Noir. And finally, sorry, like I said, handling behind the scenes stuff over here. A little bit like I always picture myself to be a little bit like I'm Han Solo, flying the Millennium Falcon um, when I'm doing these things, these podcasts. And no, don't tell me the odds. And no, also don't tell me there's no way that's true because as I've said elsewhere, I could easily come closer to that mark by saying I'm kind of like the Jewy version of Han Solo flying the Millennium Falcon. Number one, Meadowcroft Wines 2017 River Trace GSM. That's it. The Kaplowitz Media Wine Top 10 Wines of the Year of Our Lord 2020. And hey, been a rough year, but I got a real good feeling about 2021. Am I right? That being said, I would recommend you do like what I do and don't really put any plans in ink until after the the, the, the 21st. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'm going to treat you to some more show now. Global Delights Coffee Look, Agenda Versions 4. Coffee conversations within the Cavaloids Radio Podcast Network portfolio. That show is hosted with and by Global Delights at their Eugene, Oregon Roastery and Tasting Room. You can visit them virtually, and you should right now, at www.globaldelights.com. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm representing CigarCraig.com. Here at Kaplowitz Radio, we have another roundtable discussion this evening, and uh, let me throw it over to Kevin. Hey, everybody. I'm uh, Phil Carute, Cigars, Comedy, and Music, representing Phil Carute YouTube page. I'm going to throw it over to Phil. Hey, Hi, I'm Kaplowitz <laughs> of CigarCraig.com. <laughs> now I'm going to throw it over to Cigar Craig. Hey, everybody. I'm Cigar Craig. I do cigar reviews. <laughs> that was not really. Yeah, that was Pamela Hammerson. That was. <laughs> oh, man. Phil, Jesus. you're here. I, I, I would like to request that you do the rest of this show in character. <laughs> and yeah. I think I would really should, enjoy that too. I think it should be arrived upon. The character should be arrived upon uh, via vote. Oh, geez, what are the options? Well, I would have to say that that even after hearing the podcast earlier today, I agree that I want to hear the Russian guy. Can can, can I be Mike Weinstein? <laughs> I'm just, I would, are there I, more I, than I, one of us here? Yeah, I mean, we could be at the deli just having a nosh. 
you don't you don't have to do this. So I shouldn't put you on a spot like that. It was just I wasn't planning on that. I'm sorry. You don't you don't have to do it if you don't want. But if you do do it, um, I request that you do it as that Latin lover guy. Uh, yeah, lover, yeah, yeah. Deep deep Latin thunder. Yeah, yeah. The 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 uh, the guy that has a lot of love in it. No, that's Russian. See, I did the Russian. I started doing the Russian. That, that's right. That okay. God damn it. Do you do you Phil? Do you ever find that when you're doing impressions, you like? Get lost and start doing the like a default. Like hold everything on. turns to a Russian guy. Hold on, hold no, on. No, no, they no. are not impressions because he's not impersonating anyone. It's a character. Right, yeah. I guess it would be it's character. It's a character. character. I do impersonations. If you want to hear some, you could listen to the the previous <laughs> podcast that Mike was alluding to. They're killer too. Killer. Oh, Dude, yeah. You know right away who it is. That's all I'm. Well saying. done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So we're being jovial here, folks, but uh, there's sad news to report. I don't like to necessarily report on news, but uh, I think this is a good conversation. And um, that's, of course, that uh, COVID took another one. Uh, not sure if it qualifies as too soon, uh, as far as, like, you know, it's not a shock. But uh, Marianne, whose uh, real name I don't remember, but the Gilligan's Island chick. Marion. Uh, I, think she, I think she was in her 80s, right? That sounds about right. Uh, Tina, Tina Louise, according to uh, Ginger, according to her uh, Wikipedia page, she's like roughly 80, and they were about the same age. Really, yeah, yeah, but there's only one left now. But uh, back then, well, first of all, who grew up with this show? It's a little before my time. Kevin, it's was, a little before you. Yeah, way more late. before your time. Yeah. Oh, I was there. <laughs> he was on the island. Yeah. Mike was on the island. Oh, yeah. he, was, he was married Teenage for Mike. 20 years by then. Teenage Mike, the camera guy. <laughs> yeah. Phil, you're about the same age as me, probably just a little before your time. I think, like, I caught the reruns. Like, mm. it, they seem to be new to syndication, maybe, when I caught the, the Gilman's Island. My dad was a fan, so I think I caught a lot of reruns. You know, I, weirdly enough, I used to rush home from school every day as a little kid, as a little cap, as a lowercase cap, um, <laughs> to uh, to not watch, like, Transformers or G.I. Joe or anything like that, but I used to watch, like, Fantasy Island. And, uh, <laughs> the little midget? The plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and uh, what was the other one? There was another one, and Gilligan's Island was occasionally one of them. I was just never a cartoon kid. But, um... I could tell you, I don't know if it's my age or not, there's that that all-time question, Marianne or Ginger. I don't have, like, uh, I don't I don't have an opinion on that. Do you, do you not have an opinion, or do you just not discriminate? I just, uh, well, I got to hedge my bets. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I just really don't have an opinion, I guess, because... Because you see, here's the thing. I don't want. I, I don't want to monopolize this. So feel free to jump in or whatever. Anyone, but not yet. Because my first crush at about that time was uh, <clears throat> the taxi chick, Mary Lou Henner. Mm. Because one day mm -hmm. my dad was watching uh, Taxi at night, and I walked into the living room, and he had like we had one of those like big on the floor console TVs, you know. Mm -hmm. And Mary Lou Henner was wearing a sweater, and I saw nipples. <laughs> sweater bones, <laughs> if you will. And uh, it was life-changing. 
So uh, as far as I don't know. So uh, Phil, what do you got? What, what do you think about the whole thing? Let, let's 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 talk about loosely about uh, first crushes. Yeah, I was going to say loosely about Mariana Ginger and a little maybe more on first crushes. So first crushes. Um, yeah. Saved Saved by the Bell. It was a Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Nice. Nice move. Oh, classic. Classic. Nice move. Uh, you, yeah. you know what? You know what? Uh, Mary Lou Hatter has a place in my heart, but uh, Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Okay. Alyssa Milano. And I wound up... Are you, uh, are you talking about current celebrity crushes? Are you talking about first celebrity crush? First. I'm talking about first. I don't have current. You have current? That's a little weird. Absolutely. You have a current. Really? What's his Je- name? Jennifer Aniston. All day. Jennifer Aniston? Jen- okay, hasn't aged. Show. Hasn't aged. <laughs> oh, she's aged. She's aged. <laughs> she's got she's a good a, doctor. Yeah, she's an age. Either way, she's an old rich chick. That's exactly what everybody needs. Now, uh, let me tell you something. Back in the days before COVID, you could walk into these places that were indoors and they had stores in them, like several different stores. It was called a mall. I a mall. <laughs> Weird. And when you went into this mall, uh, you would find three to four chicks that were hotter than Jennifer Aniston. And I'm talking in her prime. That's a tough one. Jennifer Aniston was hot. She's, she's, I don't know, man. She's, I don't like know. Old, like old old yeah. friends with when she had no bra on? You didn't think sweater bumps? Nothing? But I was past the age of fascination with, you know, like the, the sweater bumps was like, you know. I, was I, don't old I don't think you're ever, I don't think you're ever past the age of fascination with those, but. Well, it didn't imprint yeah. on my, on, on my fragile brain. Phil, the same what was, way the taxi chick did. Phil, what was the first one besides, besides Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Because that's a good one. The first one besides uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is like the earliest one I can I can really uh, I can really think of. Um, Mike, which which radio personality did you have a crush on <laughs> when you were a child? She had a sweet voice. Nah, my my, my earliest my earliest crushes were Ginger and Marianne. I think really? I was probably on a both of Yep. So, so which? Okay. So, 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 Mike, let, let's not get vulgar. Mike, uh, which one would you choose to take out for? You know, a bagel. A bagel and locks. I guess that would be Marianne. Okay. <laughs> So what's your plan with Ginger? And she's also probably the one I want to bring home to mom. Nice. Well, yeah, you Mike bring it through. Yeah, Mike, full full commitment. <laughs> Mike heard the question of who do you want to spend the next forty years of your life with? Turn, hey, plot plot twist. She makes a great latke. <laughs> uh, yeah, just time, like this whole mama. Time Mike's been, this whole time, Mike's been hiding her. <laughs> Now, I'll tell you, superficially looking at the two ladies, uh, you got to, again, I don't want to be vulgar, but there's different purposes involved. Isn't there, isn't that obvious? Like, like if you, if if you have a corn on your foot and you need somebody to cut it off for you because you can't get back to it, you know, 
Um, then you go Marion. Do you cut the corns from the back? Well, sometimes you get a corn, say, on the bottom of your foot, like, but it's over on the side of my foot. I mean, your foot, a foot, and I can't get it. Mm. And 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 I, I'm like twisting around. Say, like hypothetically, I'm like okay. twisting around, okay. trying to trying to cut the corn off my foot, a foot. Someone would be trying to cut the corn off of someone's hypothetical foot, and um, they can't get it. And that's when you wish you had a girl around like Marianne. Are you so you're saying she'd be she'd be more she'd be more nurturing. She'd be more nurturing. She'd be just the pleasant, helpful, handy. So you're saying Ginger is like two glasses of wine and she's ready to rock. That's her. Oh, dude, it's a different life. Right, and Marianne is everything that Ginger isn't. But isn't Ginger everything that Marianne is? Did Mike take notes? Like, did he take notes? Yes, the direct opposite. That was the whole idea. This is a prepared speech. It's prepared, but it's prepared back when he was 14 years old. He's reading from an old marble notebook (laughs) that he took notes in. That's what it was. (laughs) I really feel like we're just saying all this stuff about Marianne because she died. Well, she's not even on my radar. Yeah, Yeah. honestly, like, chalk that up to one of the famous people I I assume to her already passed. And, and I, you know, I don't mean to sound callous when I say Cause if, that. Because if we have the conversation after Ginger dies, she she might be the corn lady then. She, yeah, no, right? Ginger yeah. ain't no corn lady. Uh, I you, don't know. You you can't get, let, let, let me just say something. Let me just make myself perfectly clear. You can't take Ginger out dancing because you got a corn. She's leaving your ass and she's dancing with somebody else all night long. I'm powering that, right. That's, I'm that's powering that's and going out. home with them yeah. and not you. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's a mess. It's a mess. So And putting the drinks on your tab probably. <laughs> rough. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna inject one, uh, an eighties version of this. Uh Tawny Katane. From the White Snake video. The White Snake she was rolling around on the hood of the Camaro in the White Snake video. Oh, what song in the white, that? in the here I go again in the white dress. Okay, okay. that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what. Okay. You see, what she does is trigger an interesting thing, because it, it's there's like a there's like a return on investment involved because like how much do I want to have my way with her, and how much would it suck to find out what STD you caught? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's rolling, that's rolling the dice. It, it, I mean, there's, there's, there's no doubt that some dude leather pants is taking that for the team. Uh, anyway, let, let's let, let's move on. What are we doing here? What, what are we doing here? My Mike Mike has to let his rabbi listen to this later. <laughs> He's like, I always knew you were into ginger. You you know what I never once <laughs> looking down on catching a cool eye on that ginger man. He just doesn't get it. I and wanted he, to say Mazel Tov so bad. Okay, so how many of these have we done so far? Well, probably ten, maybe. I don't know, handful. Ten? What the fuck? No, like four. Eight or nine? Yeah, it's, it's, really? Yeah, it's been a I couple counted months. four. It's four. once a week. It's got to be more than four. It's got to be more than four. We started at 201. What is this, 208? 
You got me. I, I haven't looked at. That guy. That guy. That guy I think we skipped one. Yeah, that guy pays a lot of attention. Where's Cigar Craig? So it's six. So that would be six. So Cigar six. Cigar Craig comes in and just says, "I hate you guys." Cigar Craig, Cigar Craig would know. Yeah. So, so, so he would know, but he wouldn't say anything, and he would just just hate us all and just be quiet. <laughs> Uh, I do have to give him props, though. He did say, I would jump on this episode with you guys, but it's been a week. Uh, <laughs> Craig, it's Wednesday. He needs, he needs yeah. a bigger break than that. Yeah. Oh, Hold week. on loosely, Craig. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Maybe nothing was going to turn around coming on here. <laughs> well, it, it, this would have refreshed his spirits. I feel bad. I think he made the wrong decision, but he's, he's here anyway, cigarcraig.com. And uh, in spirit, <laughs> and it, it, six what six episodes in now are uh, segments in of of this whatever this is that we haven't named yet. I have not once did the cigar host thing. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Are you going to say what are you guys smoking? Not once have I done that. I'm going to do it now because I just saw you smoke. I'm, I think you and I are the only ones smoking though, are we? I think Mike is. Uh, Mike, are Mike you in a mobile lounge. Yep. Oh, he's 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 chewing it up. Yeah. So, so, All right, so, Mike, go ahead. Keep it nice and warm. What are you smoking, Mike? I am smoking a Hoyo de Nicaragua Antonio, 1970. Lovely cigar. I really enjoy these. Nice. Back in the when I first started smoking a few years ago, I considered this to be a really strong cigar and maybe medium plus. <laughs> But I it's, still it's consider nice, that nice to be a strong place. cigar. Do I you? still think that, that that cigar has a little well, bit of a punch you talk to it. Strength, yeah. I, I, nicotine doesn't hit me, so if there's a lot of nicotine, I don't know that. I'm going by the the, the body flavor. He's immune uh, to nicotine. Okay. Okay. You see, the nicotine gets me. I'm a lightweight. What, what are you smoking, Kevin? I am smoking a uh, Stolen Throne Call to Arms Sumatra in the Corona size. Dude, oh. Stolen Throne cigars, my my yeah, sneak post, uh, my sneak post cigar brand of the year. I did, um, I did want to celebrate these cigars. We were very proud of that. So, uh, Lee and Jr. worked really, really hard this year. And um, who's Jr.? Uh, Jr. is the, the co-owner of Stolen Throne cigars. We should actually bring Jr. on. We should bring Jr. Co-owner? I'm, I'm I'm messing with you. I'm I know there is no uh, they. Uh, I wanted to celebrate the the fact that you did slide that post out today. Mm-hmm. I actually celebrated with a little. Um, that was some stolen throne bourbon as well. Stolen throne bourbon. There is. There was a barrel pick done with new riff bourbon from Stolen Throne. Uh, oh, so you bought a whole barrel? They, there was a big group of folks that went down with a, another cigar group and Stolen Throne and bought a barrel of bourbon. So with new riff distilling. Yeah, I see Fantastic. that occasionally at a at a liquor store. You should really uh, I, are, are you into bourbon? Are you into yes. bourbon? Yes. Highly recommend. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Phil, what are you Oh, you're not smoking, Phil. What are you smoking? You? Oh, you're not in your Yeah, I'm you're, in you're not in Studio I'm A. In basement Studio B. Yeah, I you're feel, not. I feel like we need to outfit Phil's basement studio to accept smoking. Nah, I, can't you just tell your wife to like take a hike? You can try that. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> you know, Maybe you know, you need a better he, heater outside. He's gonna go upstairs, and she's gonna be like, "I heard the thing about Tiffany Amber Thiessen. 
<laughs> yeah, and then I'll ch- have changes. Yeah, then I'll have to change the subject to well, hey, could well, well, I'm in the basement. Is it all right if I smoke or what are we? How's that? Where, where are we out here? Like, uh, <laughs> put, put me on the map. Like, I, <laughs> I, I think, I think, Phil, that you have uh, you have me with only one divorce under my belt. You have Kevin with eight divorces under his belt. And I, I think, um, I don't want to do it here. This isn't the place. But if you need a little help, I think you know who to go to. Yeah, I'm not the guy. 100% not the guy. <laughs> yeah. Mike, Mike's been married since, like, 1843. Um, right, exactly. Mike, Mike, and Mike's smoking in his car, so. And Mike, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm wow. so married. I was married twice. <laughs> married twice. Yeah. Yeah, Victor, the, the Victorian era was an arranged marriage, though. Uh, no, not Alex. <laughs> but we were married twice. Uh, synagogue and city, or what? Well, we had a civil ceremony, and then uh, six months later, we had the uh, religious ceremony. Wow, wow, Mike, Mike, what year did you get married? This this nineteen eighty. Oh, I'm old enough that that doesn't so what, that sound was, very long so, ago. So you're going on 41 years now. <laughs> yep. Damn. She isn't sick of you yet? Uh, uh, my, my biggest philosophy in life is happy wife, happy life. I can't get him to stick past like the three to four year mark, so I don't know what, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first happy 20 or so long. years, for the first 20 or so years, I could get away with yes, dear, a lot, but she caught on. <laughs> anyway, since nobody asked, I'm smoking something that's kind oh. of new to me. Thanks, guys. What it's, is it? Uh, it's the Valakari uh, Nobility. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you have the O&F hat on. Is that Valakari. Is that O and F on the hat? O O E N F O E N F O O N E F O N E F. Has anyone seen Phil's video where he's wearing the world's largest hat? <laughs> <laughs> Is that that trucker? It fills hat? up the headspace for him. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, it was like one of those high top truckers. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I almost. It's funny you mentioned that. I was going to comment on his video and go. You got my address. Get me that, like <laughs> that trashy hat. I loved it. It was mesmerizing. I felt like I was being pulled into its orbit as I was watching YouTube. And I don't think did my Twitter question to you, Phil, go unanswered, or it wasn't to you, but it was to whomever. Would, would you rather? Would you rather a million dollars or Phil's hat full of nickels? And, I didn't um, see that one. I didn't see it either. That's great. No, I'll, take Phil's, I'll take Phil's hat of nickels for a thousand, please. I would take Phil's yeah. hat full of nickels too. I think I'm taking a little bit of a hit financially, but I just want the hat too. just for the shock factor. Yeah, I just want the hat. Like I love the I hat. Just, I just want to run away laughing, holding the, the hat part full is, of nickels yeah. with like nickels coming out or once in a while like a trail. We we calls it. So I I dress uh, sometimes for shock value. Like I have like a leopard shirt. I have shoes with animal print. I wear uh, snakeskin boots a lot. And, and, uh, and you wear all that when you go to the zoo? No, I, I wear it all the time. Uh, I have 
<laughs> my first my first bonus that. my first bonus from Stolen Throne Cigars was a pair of white <laughs> python cowboy boots. It was something that was on my bucket list for so ever since I saw Pure Country with George Strait and he had those white python cowboy boots. I wanted a pair. It's like I know you're speaking English, but I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> he calls me Truck Stop Liberace. <laughs> I feel like the hat is perfect for it. <laughs> uh, the, 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 but video, I guess video, Phil, uh, Phil and I did a video. Yeah. What? You did? Yeah. Oh if you listened to the latest Cat Plus One, you would have heard it. You would have heard it. I haven't heard the. Uh, is is the video up yet? No, the video will be up. Uh, the video will be up Saturday. Okay. I haven't. Okay. I haven't heard a lot of Cat Plus Ones. Uh, I usually podcast when I'm in the car, and I haven't been driving a lot lately. So. Yeah, believe me, I see it on my numbers too. Yeah, There's a lot of people that it goes are from, yeah, from eight doing to that. seven. Yeah. yeah it's, it's it's like wait what wait a second is my mom sick why is there <laughs> only four no. But uh, no we, we we did a video and um, I I don't want to spoil it or anything but I think it's quite good and and Mike what did you think of the show itself the podcast I thought it was good, good. you even well, had some cigar it. stuff in there. I don't know if I trust Mike. <laughs> that, I mean, if, that, oh, if, your na- good. if your name was AJ Kaplowitz, he would be into it. <laughs> anyway, about to re-enter, I am the. Uh, I just went Yoda. Uh, the uh, the the YouTube, uh, courtesy of Phil. So Phil, uh, publicly, thanks for having me on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for uh, joining me publicly on my YouTube channel. And I appreciate publicly that you are saying that to me publicly about me. Highest, me highest rated publicly. episode yet, easily. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, easily. it better be. It yeah, better easily. be. I have a very fragile ego. <laughs> I'll be honest. I thought I thought that was a waffle. It's ego, ego. I thought it was an ego. You have an ego. My, my, my ego waffles is what mm. I'm saying. And, mm. uh, yeah, it's uh, – we, we got to – just doing the best uh, as far what, what's the most watched video that you have like ballpark my so. most watched video yeah oh you oh, well you're not going to believe it but it's actually a video that I did a um, what's it called Optimus Prime nunchuck solo I was out on my back porch doing nunchucks and I had an Optimus Prime mask on 30 some 30,000 some views well we're not going to top <laughs> that I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now India loves it Looking at my analytics, India. <laughs> in, in, India. <laughs> I feel like some guy in India was like, you know, we just need to look at the Optimus Prime nunchuck. That's exactly what, what happened. It got yeah. like on my analytics, it got shared over and over in India. India. Wow. Oh, you got to you got to do a couple of more of those and boost your analytics. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. So, 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 cigar wise, put me in the ballpark. Cigar wise, just cigar wise. Um, and these these are public, right? I'm not asking you to break any curtains, or am I? Like, no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, if I remember correctly, cigar wise, it would be the American Viking uh, Cigar Company's uh, Box Press Rebellion. That's got the most views on my channel. Well, he, he hasn't had he hasn't had me on there yet, so That's a good point. we're 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 coming for that one. That's yeah. the one. Not we'll, not the, we'll, not the Indian we'll, sensation. 
No, we can go. Uh, we'll review a cigar again. We'll be big in Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, popular there. Yeah, at work. Reach for them stars. So, so, so maybe one of these sometime down the road will wind up in a video version, as well. Yeah, very possibly. You never know. Uh, in that case, Mike, you'll have to either sit out or put your put your uh, camera on, but but not sure. have to worry about it. And uh, we could all sit around and talk. And I didn't want you to see me thumbing through that old marble covered book that I had. <laughs> I don't want to see. To be honest with you, I don't want to see you thumbing anything. <laughs> I'm still laughing because I thought Mike was going to say, Mike, I thought you were going to say I was married in '68. I, I don't have a good reference of time, but but 1980. I'm getting old, man. We talked about that. Phil and I talked about yeah. that on his show. That doesn't seem that long ago, '80. I was oh. I was like a baby, but uh, like negative five. Okay. <laughs> But it doesn't seem yeah. that long ago. Like, it, like I still hear like somebody. I still hear somebody re, like refer to a, a '98 model car, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty new. Have you Have you been in like a uh, like a Seven Eleven or something? And you look yes. at the little sign that says like you can't buy tobacco before this date, or you know you you have to be this old. And then you look at it and you're like, holy shit. Yep. I was smoking yeah. tobacco then. Right. Well, I got like 10 years on you or something. I'm 35. Not quite. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, uh, I don't want to get bogged down in that again. But, uh, Mike, sorry you're not smoking an A.J. Fernandez. <laughs> That's okay. I, that would have been my guess, too. That's I'm enjoying this a lot. Very good to be it's, it's barely even a guess. I mean, honestly. Hey, what do you say? You're smoking a, a Hoya, right? Yes. Okay. Hoya de Nicaragua. This is an old classic. Uh, they, the Hoya factory just did um, the Room 101 11th anniversary. I don't know if you're into that. You might want to branch out. Yeah, yeah I've had some Room 101. I believe they also make most of soccer stuff these days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So, so Phil, if you were going to smoke a cigar, if you were not a happily married man, um, what would you be smoking now? <clears throat> Choose your answer uh, carefully. The uh, Dapper Siempre Sun Grown looked good in my humidor. Dapper is a very good choice. Dapper is an excellent company. I've very worked with them a little bit behind the scene was, and Ian is a really cool guy. So, you know what? Shout out Dapper Cigars. What's their website? Yeah. DapperCigars.com. You can find so. all this and more at CigarCraig.com. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a here's a 2020 question. You want to talk about that? What yeah, do you think? Uh, who do you think the the most influential person in the cigar industry of 2020 is? Oh, that's a good question. Who do you think made the most? Uh, I don't know. The most moves. The most shakes. The made a splash this year. Saka is up there. The sampler. Was it the STM? Yeah, a couple of things. Yeah, he's made some waves. Uh, I Uh, think Nick Malello with Foundation made a pretty big splash. Crowned Heads had a good year. It did. I mean, I feel like like they did it kind of low-key, but they had a really good year. 
and I kind of feel like they had a good year coming to them because it seemed like they had been quiet for a while. Old John mm-hmm. Huber over there. What do you I think, think so? What's that? What do you think? Um, you guys named a lot of them. Um, I, I guess just from my Instagram feed, I would say same people you guys said, and then um, it seems like uh, I could be off on this, but it seems like Fratello's been very busy this year. Yeah, Fratello Espinosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, yeah, yeah, I would, Espinosa. Yeah. Espinosa did a lot of stuff this year. Uh, yeah, they did. I don't know, strong year or not, but they did a lot. They did a lot of stuff. Volume, volume-wise, they did a, an incredible amount of cigars because they did a lot with uh, Espinosa. Does a lot with Protocol, and they do a lot with those guys. And they did some samplers. And Noel Rojas had a big year. Noel, Noel had a uh, great year. Partially because of Stolen Throne, of course. Uh, Stolen Throne, not, of course. Uh, Stolen Throne, of course, had a great year. I, I agree. Lee Marsh and Jared Cannon. HBC got some news also. HBC, yeah. there's yeah. there's the other one. I had my list up. Did we name the five on my list yet? Ooh, Something. Uh, Illusione. Illusione. They, they, they did a Capulet cigar. I don't know if you're tracking they, that. They, they had a strong year, and yeah. um, and those ten cigars are almost sold out as we speak. So get them while they're uh, lukewarm. And uh, <laughs> no, but. But Illusione, they, they, they seem to be doing a lot of sampler, like a lot of packs, like a lot of five packs, a lot of ten packs, a lot of like different, slightly different branding stuff going on there. I think, I think what really kind of uh, put, put that into the atmosphere was the lack of the trade shows and, um, you know, all of that stuff where they, people had that stuff primed to go out for the trade shows and then they canceled everything. So what did they do? They, some people just released it and went with it. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Uh, Stone Throne Cigars Boutique. Mm-hmm. Right. Illusione Espinosa Boutique? Tough question. We've talked about what boutique means, right? Yep. Um, yeah, again, it depends I think, on the definition, right? I think that depends on the definition. I think that depends on the, the consumer. Um, I would give Illusione an edge in the boutique scene over Espinosa. Both both make some fantastic cigars. You know, a lot of stuff that we smoke. Uh, and that's that's something that we've been very clear at Stolen Throne is that we don't just smoke Stolen Throne. We don't only smoke things that we, we smoke just about everything. To um, And part of it, you know, it's on purpose, right? But a lot of that is that we were consumers. You know, Lee, Lee has been a consumer for a really long time where he's gotten just a little bit of everything going on. Um, you, say, you say you you know that that's the that's always the question. What's a boutique? And more and more, I feel like it's like it's like a it's like a soul thing. It's it's like it's it's like a it's it's okay. So put it this way, Fratello, uh, Phil, you mentioned Fratello. Well, yeah, I almost to... I almost I'm making a point. I almost wouldn't call them a boutique because they don't seem to have the soul of a boutique, and I'm not taking anything away from them. <clears throat> but they don't. if I'm thinking boutiques, I don't think Fratello, even though size-wise they definitely are, I would imagine, a boutique. But they don't seem to have that, that thing, that underground feeling, and that's what I think is... Hey, that's a good point. You know, I, I think people don't mention that a lot. They mention numbers a lot, and I'm not a numbers guy because... I'm just not, but the feeling I get is 
Illusione is more of a boutique than Fratello, which makes no sense when you bring numbers into it. So, I think it's I think it's a what kind of splash you make in certain groups and demographics and cigar consumers and you know when you walk into a store and you have uh, twenty five facings versus two or five or ten right I mean I think that makes you a little bit more different and I think a lot of it is if you really get deep into the weeds of like what the cigar industry is and learning about like the blenders and tents and how they blended, where they got sourced their tobaccos, where either they sourced or grew or they had their factories or, but I, you know, there's a lot of factories that popped up over the last couple of years too, that uh, are a little bit smaller doing some different things. Uh, and then there's big factories. I mean, Perdomo put out new cigars this year. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fuente just put out another cigar. Oh, okay. Uh, we, we, who's hot? Perdomo is hot. Going back to previous yep. topic, depending on where you're looking, depending on where you're looking, Mike, uh, I, you watched that other show, I guess I have to name them, the Cigar Authority, and I don't want to not name, right. you know, I don't want to like throw anybody under the bus, but it wasn't their cigar the year at Perdomo, and, yep. uh, and, then they quick, <clears throat> and then they quickly cut to, a, to an advertisement for Perdomo. Which they celebrate. would have done, which 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 they would have done for whoever won. It feels silly. They were, all, they were all they were all part of their family. Those brands. I know the it, seven it, cigars it, they had up. Two of them were Perdomos. I mean, both of the, the new tenth anniversaries were there. Yeah, but it, just Perdomo has had a hot year. <clears throat> just right. uh, I I would really say I mean, uh, name dropping somebody else, uh, Cigar Coop. Perdomo takes over Cigar Coop's blog and tells everybody how to taste and smoke periodically here and there. I think Cigar, cigar Coop actually has a pretty good blog of cigars, too. Yeah, he, he has a pretty, he pretty really decent work. Yeah, he, he does some pretty decent stuff. I mean, he had, uh, he had Postania and he had some Romacraft and he had some stuff on there. Uh, uh, R- R- Romacraft? You want to get negative and start naming people who had bad years? <laughs> Gurkha? <laughs> That was a rough yeah. one. I, I want to yeah. say Gurkha takes the cake on the worst year. Gurkha was self-imposed, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think Gurkha, Gurkha really lost the, I don't know. They haven't, they haven't been giving out mortgages and Teslas or whatever the hell they were giving out to people. But yeah. Oof, I think they, they, really, <laughs> they really had a shit year. That, that was the worst year. That was the worst year. That was still 2020, right? It's been a long time. Yeah, no, that was 2020. Yeah, no, that was... It's literally been a long 2020. It was a leap year. So let's take a crappy year and make it a day longer. Yeah, 366 days, yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. The, okay, so here's another one. <clears throat> Same factory, Agonorsa. Let me throw, just with familiar, just with, uh, for familiarity's sake, uh, Illusione is made there. Mm-hmm. HBC is made there. Mm-hmm. Illusione, a bigger company. I would say they're more boutique than HBC. I think that I think you're you're sort of hitting on the undergroundness of it. The cult, the cult. Yeah, the, 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 the I, culture, the culture part of it wow. more than the the size or volume. I was I was going to say before when you were talking about Illusioni versus Espinosa that from from a social media aspect, I would certainly find that Illusioni was much much quieter in terms of their their face on social media than Espinosa. They're very loud. 
Uh, Espinosa's everywhere on social media. So just from that, they don't seem nearly as boutique as an Illusione. This is true. This is true. And, and maybe like the end game, what, what you hope for as a boutique company, when you start your company uh, and you want to be gear, you want to be down as a boutique, <clears throat> your, your win situation is you become like a, you get like a cult following. You don't get like a Fuente following. You know, you don't get like right. I mean, that's that's an enduring that's an enduring following of Fuente. I mean, Fuente's been this around, is true. and and I feel like even still, Fuente has a cult following. They do the, well. There's they have such a huge portfolio that parts of their portfolio have a cult following. There's like I mean, yeah, the yeah, especially the oh, Opus geez, and the, stuff, and yeah. the uh, Don Carlos. Don Carlos, yep, yep. So those definitely so, have an occult occult like following. Phil's being quiet. What, what, what are you thinking, Phil? No, I'm just thinking, um, <clears throat> well, I'm being quiet because what I'm thinking is just like off topic, and it kind of goes back to what you and I already talked about. Cause I'm, sweater, I'm thinking, sweater bumps. Yeah. I'm thinking about this like kind of from the musician standpoint, I guess, a little bit. And then hmm. the, the boutique bands kind of seem like the – uh, maybe more back like in the 90s and 80s, how the indie bands were, you know. I, I think it was the goal to be the band that nobody knew about, but secretly, hopefully everybody knew about. Mm. And that's kind of how, that's, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way whatsoever, but <clears throat> I, I think especially on social media, um, a lot of the guys, you that a lot of the brands you guys have said are kind of boutique bands, um, and like Mike was saying, how Espinosa is really loud on social media and stuff. I think those same boutique bands or <laughs> boutique bands, boutique brands, kind of market themselves as boutique, but they are literally on everybody's radar. Right. You know. Right. Which, which I kind of think about those like with the indie bands back in the eighties and nineties. Like <clears throat> it was a thing where you didn't want everybody to know about you, but you wanted everybody to know about you. Right. You see. You see. In in comedy circles, I already recorded hey. my voice is going, but in, in, in comedy circles and stand-up circles, what I kind of think of boutiques is they're the comics comic. They're like the Doug Stanhope. You know, they're, they're the underground guys. Yeah. Underground, that's the key word. I was going to say that. So, yeah, so, so <clears throat> let's, so on my list, well, yeah, unsurprisingly, fairly boutique because I, I dabble in boutique mostly. So, yeah, uh, what did we do? Are we going anywhere else? I, I feel like we all took like a dose of Xanax before we hit record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like the, I like the boutique aspect. I, I like that word and the concept, I feel like, is a, is a... The concept. I think it's a cool thing. But I think once you... I guess uh, Stone Throne is a boutique company, so I think once you see the what's behind the curtain of what goes into actually making a cigar and making a quality cigar and making a cigar that people follow and people talk about, uh, and uh, listen, I'll be the first to tell you I had absolutely nothing to do with any of that. I'm lucky enough to be able to sell them, but seeing that what Lee and Jr. put into you know, how many cigars they expected to sell versus how many cigars they sold in the first year, it, I think that defines boutique for me. Hmm. Yeah. It, so, so is it like a business model in a way as far as marketing? I mean, it could be, they, they made 10,000 cigars. Their first, hmm. their first, uh, their first endeavor into the business was 10,000 cigars. And they, 
they sort of looked at each other and said, either we're going to sell 10,000 cigars or we're going to smoke 10,000 cigars because <laughs> we bought right. them. Yeah, so I, I was there at the beginning of protocol, and they had okay. 5,000 cigars the first batch. And the so two that, guys said the same thing. You know, we, these are great cigars. We love them. If nobody else wants them, we'll smoke them all. Yeah. Also and, great and, dudes. And, also great, great dudes. They're great dudes. Fantastic, yep. fantastic dudes. And definitely boutique. Definitely yeah, boutique. Yeah. And made at the Espinosa factory. So Espinosa could shift gears. They could supply boutiques, but they could also appear kind of boutique-ish if they wanted to. Uh, maybe. They would have to but, change things we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, and he has some brands that are more boutique-ish than others. Yeah, uh, Sir, Robert, Sir Robert Peel. And, I mean, they, no, no, I don't even mean protocol. I mean Espinosa. They, yeah, but it, they, comes in, it comes in waves, too. Yeah, right. they, uh, they, they, that Cornelius and Anthony, they, and Anthony they had, that looked like it was going to be a big deal, didn't it, for a Jesus. little bit? I'm going to leave that and alone. Then, oh, you're going to leave that alone? I'll leave that alone. <laughs> they I mean, they look promising. I thought the CG4 from whatever that place was in Idaho was going to be a big deal. That shit went over like a fart in church. <laughs> Idaho? Shit, I've been telling everybody Iowa. That's why. God damn it. I'm sorry, listeners. Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, and I think uh, I'm I'm lucky enough to be introduced to a lot of the people that have, you know, people that are work work for these companies or are these companies uh, on our travels with Stolen Throne. And, and a lot of them have been very gracious and very cool and, and, and are like-minded. And I think that's the cool part uh, is the like-mindedness of, of what they want to get out and the quality products that they make. Like the time that I spent with Noel was absolutely fantastic. Um, and I've only met him once. Really? Yeah, I just uh, travel-wise, I wasn't able to travel as much this year. Uh, for my, my day job doesn't let me travel as much. But uh, when we did events, he came up for an event. And, uh, you know, we talked pretty regularly. And, and some of the stuff that, I mean, the cigar specialist box that he did, I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. All right, so he just did a release. Um, and it's called the Cigar Specialist <laughs> Nicaragua Edition. And what it has is... Uh, puros from each piece of the tobacco plant, the the Viso, the Seco, and the Lajero, and puros across different regions of tobaccos. Then it has cigars that are blended with each piece. Then it has a final cigar that's blended. Then one without a wrapper, so just the binder and fillers. Then it has um, uh, one that's completely done. So you can work your way through the, the blending wow. process, yeah, and it, it wow. comes in a big comes in a big flat box, beautiful beautiful setup. There's a whole list of retailers that have them. Um, I think it's the cool. I think it's really cool because it gives a lot of people a peek behind the curtain of what blending a boutique cigar might actually be similar to, right? Um, you right. know, uh, there's you know Lee goes down there for hours and hours and hours and blending cigars, but you know, at least this would give somebody a peek behind the curtain. Any supplies like all the paperwork and the videos and the tutorials and how to do it and and all that stuff. I think it was a really cool concept. So let, let me let me close on this and it might take a while. <clears throat> Looking ahead to 2020, 2021, which is in fact still layover from 2020 because I want to ask everybody here, who's Cigar Aficionado number one of the year? That's coming out in 2021, but it's 2020. It's 2020 sticks. Anybody have any thoughts about that? (laughs) Uh, 
who uh, who who paid the most money? Is it, I don't know if I buy that completely. I don't know. No, I I don't think uh, the the what I really wish that cigar aficionado would do is new cigars, not because their their thing is um. They, it's just cigars they smoked during the year, right? No, it's new right. cigars. It's new cigars. I think Mike knows more about the Mike, call. yeah. No, it's cigars that they reviewed during that year. Right. It I thought it was new cigars. It's the same no. cigar. You know, anything like that is, is fair game. Uh, yeah, so oh, I should have known because see, there's always... Why you, oh, sorry, That's why you see the Oliva V. Melanio on their 18 tons. I was just every, every year, every just every a different year. Vitola, whatever every Vitola year. came yeah. out this year, yeah, or something. Um, yeah, I just think it should be, you know, th- and that's all bias. We talked about that on a different episode. That's all biases that I think I think it should be cigars that were released in that calendar year. Yeah, but this would have been a hard some, year. And some lists are like that. And some are still like that, but this is an exceptionally hard year to do that because a lot got held up. I don't think this was a hard year to do that. At all. Uh, I think there well, was a, f- a flood of releases this year. So what was the best one? Uh, Stolen Throne. Call to Arms. Well, well, I should have said, what's the second best one? <laughs> In your uh, opinion. In your unbiased opinion. What's the Illusione, CG4, Capitalist Media Exclusive. Still, I, haven't even smoked, I haven't even smoked one, but I'm going to go with it. Still nine left. Little Green Men. Yeah, no, In I, Iowa, I, Idaho. Um, I'm very, I'm very biased, but I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of big hitters this year that came out. Uh, I really enjoyed the Goliath from Nick Malello and Foundation. I thought that was a great cigar. That was a broadleaf. Um, I'm probably the worst cigar reviewer. I'm like, I'm like, this is good. Thumbs up. Hey, but I can tell this. Yeah, six tell this with the making the list off the stuff you just smoked for the year. Cause that's what, that's what my list is eventually going to be here when, when I release it. That's so that's an official uh, podcast piece of news from comedy cigars, music.com for the five people that want to check that list out. Um, wow. Three of three of which are here. Yeah. Three of which are right. Here. I don't know how you're going to get five. Maybe two. Maybe right, two you know, more, more power <laughs> too. Yeah. Hey, listen, Cap, Cap is 100% not looking at that list. So <laughs> no, my, 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 my point about that though is, because I had thought about that a little bit uh, before I did my list or was thinking about doing a list. And there's something to be said, though. There's something to be said about cigars that kind of stand the test of time, too, though, that released however many years ago, but this year they still, you know, if you take the politics and stuff out of it, would still make a list today because they still are producing great cigars. I agree. I agree. There's still stuff that, you want to smoke that's as long as it makes you consistent with what it used to be. That's often the yeah. problem. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I, I, I got, I'm, I'm calling something right now. Number one cigar of the year, cigar aficionado. I'm not sure what it's going to be other than it will be a Cuban. Cuban. And I think that's, I think that's crap. This is the year that it will be a Cuban because it is crap and it's kind of a throwaway year. They should have they should have a Cuban list, and they should have a domestic or or readily available on the open a market list. Domestic list. list. Uh, top, yeah, not top domestic. Twenty five cigars see. made in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows the wins? They they made one this year. All three of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I I mean I I think it should be a domestic, not domestic, but 
uh, readily accessible on the open US market. market. US yeah, market. US market or I mean you could even do international market but not Cuban. Cuz I, I that's very underground if you're going to buy them in the US market, so um a big I highlight, I, I said that would be the last question, but I just thought I'd be remiss in, in not mentioning it. A big highlight was um, JSK. Yeah, some crawl they came out with uh, with a weed stick. Full on, not not just THC, but full on, uh, you know, full on, it's, not not just uh, the CBD, but full on THC. I can't, I can't wait for their vape stick. Yeah, it's... Uh, Hmm. I just, uh, I'm very opinionated on that subject. I, I am too, and I think I could say yeah. things that you can't, but I think it's bad for the entire industry to have them uh, do something yeah. like that. I just, I think that's two very separate industries, and I right. think it should stay two very separate industries. And I, I good, hey, good on him for doing his thing. Yeah, um, yeah, no, no fault. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't agree with what he's doing, but I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. No, I mean, maybe smart business for him, but. Um, I just think that those are two very specific industries that should stay separate because then you have to cross that bridge of uh, oh, the, 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 you know, the premium cigar industry is into marijuana. Right. It's the same thing we, we went through with the FDA and the flavored cigars. And well, there's a, thing that I, there's a thing that I like to keep in mind, and it's what's best for the industry. And that's why when I see things like, like uh, Matt Booth, uh, Matt Booth wrapping up cigars to look like candy. Um, Drew Estate throwing away swag skateboards, and then everybody saying we're not gearing toward kids. It's a little dicey, you know. Yeah, but when I see a forty-five-year-old yeah, dude I, going crazy over a skateboard, it's a little different story. Right. It's it's, yeah, it's but, a little it's a little sad story. Is what it is. <laughs> even even worse than that though, with that weed cigar, you're pushing people to inhale tobacco again. It's a split. You can't smoke the cigar and get the effect of the weed just from from puffing on it. That's incorrect. You can you still yeah as long as it goes into your mouth, it'll absorb into your in your bloodstream. But not not on the scale not on the scale of inhaling obviously, but it will give you some sort of um, and with the THC it will give you some sort of psychedelic effect. Oh, interesting. CBD different. Okay. Uh, Mike, Steve, Mike, Mike, Mike just pulled up another tab to order a ten pack. Of, <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike's just ripping him down in his whole <laughs> lounge. Uh, high, he's as high as Eagle Pussy right now. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> am I allowed to say that? I think so. I think so. Okay, <laughs> you did, and I don't edit because should I don't I know a, how. Should I pick a different animal? Yeah, yeah, a different animal. I think. Uh, okay, he's. I, I don't think the eagle was the possibly yeah. offensive. Uh, but, he's, yeah. as high, he's as high as giraffe snatch. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. I think Graf's snatch not that high. I mean, it's fun to say, higher, but their neck is the high spot. Yeah. I feel like I I, I saw uh, anyway. It's completely unrelated. I have a joke about giraffes, but uh, <laughs> I just feel like somebody was like, "Hey, let's make this weird ass deer looking thing that's super tall with a forty foot neck." And then <laughs> I'm somebody not was like, say it, "But here I am saying yeah. it." Yeah. Somebody was like, "Dude, great idea." That's a great idea. Yeah. 
so let, let's call it a day here, a week here, a segment here. And, it's a uh, year. We're going to call it a year. A year here. Yeah, well, yeah. well yeah. when people uh-huh. are listening to it, it's a year for us, but through the magic of podcasting, people are going to be listening to it on the first of the year, at the top of the yeah, year. They're going to start uh, start out. I, I still want to say Happy New Year to you, all you guys and to everyone listening. Yeah, I hope it's a a great year. I don't know what's going to happen. It's a very interesting time we're in, and I think that uh, all I care about is people keep buying boutique cigars. That's it. (laughs) It can't be any worse. And I'd like to wish wish a happy new year to all all my advertisers and sponsors and people who have donated over the past year to Capluitz Media, everybody else. Good luck. Have a, have a decent. I don't wish anybody harm, but I just wish some people a better year than others. But ha- happy 2021 to everybody. Happy 2021. It's going to be fun. Gonna be I'm, not, I, I'm not scheduling anything past uh, January 21st, just personally. Um, I'm, I'm not <laughs> scheduling past then. <laughs> yeah, that's deep. That's a deep one. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Was wasn't there one of these cults that said that's the end of the world? Do you remember? Uh, uh, do you remember the the Y two K? We're not going to wrap it up yet. We're not done here. Do you remember Y two K? Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah. that crazy? Oh yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. I do remember. You don't. I was, I was working, I was working in a grocery store. No, I remember. I yeah, absolutely store. remember. I was working I rem- in a grocery store. I remember yeah. my mother. My mother was like, unplug the phones. And the computer, because they're gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be this big, like this big. There's giant. gonna be ones and zeros all over the floor. Uh, and I remember you know like, I'm... like watching, like watching the New Year's Eve ball in New York City on TV, and like, like everybody's eyes were real big, like waiting for something to happen, and then it was just a bunch of drunk people making out, and everybody was like, "Oh, wait a, wait a sec, hold on a minute." <laughs> yeah, yeah I do well century proofing a lot of computers. Oh yeah! Oh, you were in the IT game at that point. <clears throat> yep. Wow. Century, century proofing. Century <laughs> proofing. That's, that's, that's awesome. freaking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I I remember I remember watching the ball drop, and I was in a room full of people, and yeah, they were all like, you know, what's going to happen? But like they all the toilet. But the TV also already also already showed it like turning the year two thousand in Australia. And like Australian planes weren't falling out of the sky, <laughs> and, and and it just it came to us slowly across the time zones. And to me, I wasn't thinking anything was going to go off, but we'll see. I feel like we're, you didn't we're see on the, the fire. You didn't see like the fires off in the distance coming closer. Yeah, I, I feel like we're on the verge of that for 2021. It's it's been one of those weird ass years that. I'll, I'll I'll tell you if if I wasn't so inherently lazy. I would be the world's biggest prepper. I'm just creative and 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 uh, uh, paranoid and psychotic enough to really get into that. Like uh, I, I would be doing whatever preppers do. I don't know what they do, but it seems like a good idea. But I'm not going to do it because, again, inherently lazy. But uh, stuff he's gonna might be, pop off. He's going to be so hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I wish I wasn't so lazy. <laughs> if I wasn't so lazy, uh, I could have what Carl has across the street. Yeah, oh, I could. I, I could have what, cans of beans. I could have one of uh, Carl across the street's can of beans because he's got to leave eventually. I'm going to go right over there. You're like, just knocking um, on the door. 
No, Carl, I'm letting myself Carl, in and I'm waiting until he leaves. Well, that's the whole thing. Carl doesn't have to leave at all because he's prepped. I don't know, but he's going to go. No, but you know he's going to be like, he's going to be like, ah, shit, I got to go to work because like nothing yeah, happened. I don't, so I don't, I, gotta, I don't think that I don't think that sketchy Jew across the street over there is going <laughs> to steal any of my stuff when I go to work for a few hours. <laughs> he just he just been looking out of the window every couple minutes, looking over here to see <laughs> see the curtain move every five minutes. I, I just uh, I I also think it's kind of kind of funny right now that uh, everybody is thinking that like come midnight it's going to be a snap of the fingers and like twenty twenty is going to go away. And, like oh, that's over. Be sad. People are going to yeah, be that's sad. over. Like we don't have anything to worry about. And then it's like, uh, oh, hold up, this is hmm. it's just another. It's like a it's a Friday. Easy. It was season one. Hold on. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna, it's, gonna now. it's gonna be a lot the same as 2020 for very deep into 2021. Uh, Jan- I mean, January is just 2020's 13th month. It pretty much, and then you have the 14th and the 15th <laughs> and the 16th. Yeah. I mean, Maybe then you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, let, let's let's wrap it up. I got a kid knocking on my door. Maybe. But um. Anyway, so. Who's going to wrap it up here? I'll tell you what. My kids never leave me alone. My kids. I have one kid and a friend of his over. They never <laughs> leave me alone. But is that the age where it seems like a lot more? Yeah, there's a bunch of I had to record <clears throat> with Phil. Again, I'm in my spare, spare room because my kid has every other freaking room. Then. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Mike, you let us in. Uh, Kevin, you lead us out. There we go. Bravely, I think uh... Bravely into the new year. It has been, yeah, uh, we wish everybody from Capulets Media and CigarCraig.com wishes everybody uh, a fantastic, you know, 2021, a safe, healthy uh, 2021. We hope everybody rolls into it well and, and tune in for uh, even more great content, Capulets.xyz. Illusione, cigars, deep in flavor, Deep in your mind. Illusione. Cigars deep in flavor. Deep in your mind. Illusione. Cigars. Deep. In. Flavor. Deep. In. Your mind. Illusione Cigars. Dot com. Capulets Radio is a podcasting network consisting of its titular Capulets Radio podcast, the Coffee Conversations miniseries, the Disillusione D program podcast, and Cap. Plus one, it is brought to you by Kaplowitz Media, www.kaplowitz.xyz. It's time to get Shakespeare, gentle persons, as in sonnets, as in uh, sonnet number 31. That's right. They asked for a 13. But I read them, a 31. And of course, also, this is live from the Debonair Athenaeum, 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 
Old Greek Library live from their presentative course by Debonair Cigars. Debonair Cigars, find them at www.debonairhouse.com. That's D E B O N A I R E House. As I've already said, today I'll be reading Shakespeare Sonnet number 31. Cold reading. A, a little bit ago, I talked to Phil Zangi, owner, Debonair House. Again, sponsor of this segment. And uh, he was, I, I, so what came up and it was going on. And I said, yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm reading my way through those sonnets. And he said, what? And I said, the Shakespeare sonnets on live from the Debonair Athenaeum. And he said, you're still doing that? And I said, yes. Right? Sonnet number 31. Thy bosom is endeared with all hearts, which I, by lacking, have supposed dead. And there reigns love and all love's loving parts. And all those friends which I thought buried, how many a holy and obsequious tear hath dear religious love stolen from mine eye as interest of the dead which now appear, but things removed that hidden in thee lie. Thou art the grave where buried love doth live, hung with the trophies of my lovers gone, who all their parts of me to thee did give, that due of many now is thine alone. Their images I loved I view in thee, and thou, all they, hast all the all of me www.debonairhouse.com Amazing! I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.